from Memento, 2000, directed by Christopher Nolan. I have to believe in a world outside my own mind. I have to believe that my actions still have meaning, even if I can't remember them. This is Gothic. Season 4 of the Gothic Podcast may contain sensitive material not suitable for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised. If I'm being honest, I knew going into this forest that I wasn't going to be the same when I exited. How far down this path did I think I could go and still come back? I'd already felt it this morning, was it really only this morning, when we were planning the break-in at Ivy Corp? A little scattered. Or maybe a better word would be untethered, like how you can tell you've got a loose knot by the way your cargo shifts. You haven't found it yet, but there's slack in there somewhere, and the new weight distribution completely changes the way you steer, and what happened in the pyramid cadence. And in the forest, the slack had pulled tight, tight as the string on an instrument, cutting a V like a road through black trees, vibrating a bass line that drove the music rising from my throat, and I could improvise, but there was only one way I could have responded and stayed myself, if I could even claim that anymore. My cello instructor, in one of my first ever music lessons, told me once that music is an allegory less concerned with literal truths than the revelation of emotional states of being, without having to translate through something as imprecise as language. According to him, people say music can move you or change you, but what it really does is reveal something you knew already in an intellectual way to your emotional self, which is what makes it real. (laughs) Well, I knew we were on a journey towards mythos with these strange mental passengers weaving us into a story behind story, but now I knew it. I stared at the shapeshifter so recently and painfully peeled out of my body. I thought I might feel astonished and afraid, like I had in the warehouse when Simeon revealed them to us, or angry and horrified for the way he had taken my body and made it change and used it to murder someone whose blood was still drying on my chin. Had the first change made it easier for the rest? First, the god of death between my teeth, then acute awareness of the paths ahead of everyone around me. But here on this cliff, with the three doorways behind him and the spread of the forest beyond, all I felt was profound absence. I knew, same as the people we'd pulled away from Hayashi, this wasn't where he was supposed to be. But unlike them, he didn't have an easy path back. But he he wasn't alone anymore. They all needed to know that. Only one way I could have responded, and stayed myself. Sloshy, can, can I give you a hug? This is not the musical episode. You've oh, already listened to that. You've well, listened. it's not anymore. You've listened. <laughs> You've listened to the musical episode, and now we're not doing that anymore. I'm sure we won't ever sing a single thing again. And bad. No promises. <laughs> I beg to secret. differ. Every episode is the musical episode. <laughs> Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a two, a one, two, three. <laughs> hey there, Sojourners, and welcome to the post-musical episode of the Gothic Podcast. The post-musical episode. The post-musical episode. A couple of things uh, before we get going this evening. One, well, I just got interviewed by... The Anywhere But Now podcast on oh. their Joy of GMing segment. Congratulations. 
So go on over to anywhere but now. Look for it wherever you get your podcasts and take a listen to me chatting about gaming and podcasting. For those of you lucky enough to get invited, uh, Jesse's getting married soon. Hey, Jesse. You're getting married soon. Hey, Jesse. If you're a patron, you can hear Jesse's wife on a uh, series of, well, a short series of podcasts over on our Patreon. Oh, yeah. Our Kids on Bikes gaming that we did over there. And while I'm mentioning it, please, 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 please. Uh, go and rate and review us on iTunes. That really, really does help get us noticed. And if you were thinking, gee, I don't know, should I join their Patreon or not? I don't know if my help would really do that much good. Believe me, it does. Every little bit helps keep us on the air, keeps us having cool ideas that we can pursue, and will hopefully eventually give us enough bribe money that we can get a local <laughs> brewery to make <laughs> um, some bad fish brew co brew trout stout. Yeah. stout the trout stout <laughs> i need this to exist served in a bastard pint yes remember tpk brewing we love you we love you <laughs> anybody got any other announcements before we get into it well yes no. but no yes but no always yes but no is it something with the admirable torch song theater company it is <laughs> it is so We've got the Ripper coming up the, the first couple of weekends of November. Oh, um, right. So this episode cool. will be out by then. So that's a good thing to plug. Yay. Yeah. Um, first couple of weekends of, of November, the Ripper uh, rock musical 70s twisted version of uh, the classic Jack the Ripper tale um, with some interesting twists. I will be playing a role. I will not be playing Jack this time. Uh, they give it to a really good actor. Um <laughs> and I, it's no, it's great because I get to play something fun and different, and I get to yell at a little kid. So you know, <laughs> <laughs> always a fun day. You know, my um, life's ambition. But yeah. I love doing stuff with them, and I'm excited for the show. Uh, so that'll be going on as well, and then starting up acapella next week. So always stuff. Always have stuff. Nice. All right. Well, last time we Ooh. in the musical episode. We sang a bunch of songs to you. Aaron's just waiting for Patrick to try to say something again. <laughs> Learned a lot of things. <laughs> sang a bunch of songs. <laughs> mm -hmm. Learned things through song. This hour of podcasting will just be me drinking. <laughs> <laughs> me too. We left our rifts who had just been sundered, separated from their contemporary now voices in their heads. Those contemporary now characters had headed off into a deeper part of reality, the deep grammar of stories into that apocalyptic wasteland with its tarot card tower where waits Lazarus Kane. But interestingly, Unlike in previous seasons, we don't leave our City of Mist characters here behind. We follow them on a little further as our rifts decide to return to the city and confront the huntsmen in their quest for answers about the reign of bodies, because apparently the huntsman's song wasn't good enough for them, and now they need more. So... As they walk the path back, the landscape changes around them subtly, subtly, sub, subtle, subtly, 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 suddenly, saddlebags. Yes. And they find themselves back in City Park at the Duck Pond. But as they step out of the forest and into City Park, something else happens and they are struck with memory, and their memory becomes clear, and we flash back to the warehouse hey! shortly after our rifts had had a three-episode conversation <laughs> with Magnus Simeon, which had resulted in Simeon being nigh on strangled 
as he fell amidst cables and chains and wiring from his balcony to the floor of that warehouse. But a flaring of the magical sigil that was there seems to have saved his life, although it burned itself out in the process. So Simeon has just fallen. He is lying there on the floor in a coil of uh, rope and wiring and, and chains and such. And you three are there staring at him because this was completely unexpected. You all were trying to do some plotting. And then Mr. Singh realizes that Simeon is trying to take control of him again. And right about that same moment, um, Simeon fell off of the balcony where he had been talking with you this entire time. The desiccated ones are still there in the shadows, lurking, crawling, hissing a little bit, still stripped of their skin by Echo's magic voice. They're hard to see, fortunately, but uh, they are there. And more ominously, you hear the whoop, whoop, whoop of helicopters as presumably Junichiro Hayashi's people are headed this way. Right before he died or went unconscious, before he fell, Simeon said, Flee, you fools! What do you do? Uh, Baz runs up to grab Andy. Andy is still tied up to the office chair in Simeon's warehouse control room. Mm -hmm. uh, his mouth is untaped because he had been talking with everyone. Right. Um, I think that uh, Cadence would, uh, after looking back and forth between uh, Magnus Simeon and uh, Mr. Singh, go to Mr. Singh and kind of take him by the elbow and be like, um, we, we got to get out of here. Uh, I have a car. Are you comfortable coming with us? Oh, I, uh, I, uh, I, I suppose so. Yes. All right, let's uh, let's get you in the car then, and I'll start guiding him out. Cadence is, Cadence is bailing. I think Echo would actually walk towards Simeon and just trying to take in. Do do I notice a flutter in the eye? Do they see um, like their chest moving, like they're still alive? Simeon seems to be still alive. He is breathing shallowly, a little bit like a gasping sort of it looks like his throat is pretty red and and injured so i imagine like the camera like zooms in on like this white knuckled grip on the katana that that they took from their sister and you see you see a little bit of blood like suffused back into those knuckles as he relaxes his grip and like turns to his friends and sees that they're helping out the others and like ushers them to the door and starts heading out with them i was so scared <laughs> I thought you were yeah. going to chop his head off. <laughs> I love doing that. I love tense moments. <laughs> if Singh's closer or whether I see Baz coming down with Andy at that point, um, I will help whoever needs to be helped out. Let's get out of here. We we got to get going, y'all. I'm going to be getting Mr. Singh into the car and getting the car turned on, doors unlocked, ready for the others to pile inside. You were going to be the first out mm -hmm. since... Echo was checking Simeon for vital signs, and Baz has gone upstairs to free Andy. And as such, when you go outside, you hear that whoop whoop of helicopters. Whoop, 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 whoop. Mm -hmm. But it, the mist is thick around the neighborhood now, uh, thicker than you have seen it here before. And across the street, which is not super wide or anything, uh, but across the street, you see a figure um, leaning against a wall, smoking a cigarette, wearing a fedora and a long gray coat. And you realize you've seen helicopters on TV. You know what helicopters are. You've never heard nor seen one in the city. Oh, whoa. It's the okay. fucking Nick's Collective. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll just pile Sing in. I'm gonna keep an eye on the cigarette fedora guy though. Echo, you're the next one out the door. Uh you see and register the same things. You see Cadence getting 
seeing into the Bronco. You see the thickness of the mist. Your throat feels scratchy. It feels tight at the moment. What do you do? So it's not like a tightening of the throat. It's like, it's just feels scratchy. A little laryn- laryngitis like a pre-laryngitis kind of feel. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Did I notice the guy smoking a cigarette? Whether it's a guy or not, you're not sure. The clothes aren't like form-fitting. They're loose. You register the fedora. You register the um, rather rumpled uh, long gray coat. You don't register a face. There's a face there, but you're not quite able to focus on it. And the fedora is is shading it in, in also such a way that it's difficult. But you should be able to see the curve of a chin or the arc of a nose or something. And, and it strikes you that you can't. So the biggest thing I'd be looking for is to see if there's a glow from the eyes. I mean, it seems there's a glow from a cigarette. Um, but I'm also concerned about this overhead and looking around and trying to see if the mist is starting to swirl, if that's getting closer. There is a glow from the cigarette and the mist does seem to be getting thicker, but you don't see an, any glow from the eyes. The eyes are shaded by the fedora. They've, they're doing that that pose where they've got one boot back up against flat against the brick wall of the building across the way the other one on the sidewalk one hand up at the cigarette the other one shoved into a pocket that uh, pushes the trench coat back a little bit from the slacks and then i turn i turn back and i'm like come on bass andy let's go let's go we got to get out of here now and then flip back around hopefully to still see if that character is still there so bass you're you will be the last one out of the warehouse it's taking you a little bit of time to get uh, Andy untied, and in part because Andy's powers are still in effect here, and so um, you're dealing with relatively good knots. I say, if the knots aren't happening, I'm just going to pick up the chair and run. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got space. You would have gotten them, but you you got perhaps frustrated with them, and so you just. You first just roll the chair out in onto the balcony, and then you lift it up and just carry it down the stairs. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's something that you have the strength for, for sure, but it's not exactly a gimme. So how about just throw throw in, let's throw in some take the risk there. Okay. All right. I'm protecting you. Steep metal stairs. <laughs> and apparently there's already magic at play. I'm using my strength. So we're going to take the risk. An eight, huh? An eight. Here's the thing. You pick the chair up and almost, you know, you're you pick the chair up and almost immediately are starting down the stairs. But you don't feel as strong as usual. You feel uh, not weak. I mean, you can you're still lifting the chair up. You're still managing it, but you're stumbling down the stairs. Your your feet are your knees are bowing underneath the awkwardness and the weight of Andy and the chair. And uh, when you get to the bottom, you have to put the chair down and and go ahead and push him across the remnants of the uh, warehouse floor across the remnants of the the mystical sigil past Simeon still wound up in his chains and to the front door and out and as you go out you have to lift him up over the the lip of that and you hear the desiccated ones hissing behind you but it's getting further away you glance back and you see that the remnants of the desiccated ones are retreating away from you. They're not following you. They're going back deeper into the building. And as you go out, the the mist and the fog is is thick enough to immediately make you clammy all over and covered in a sweat-like murk of city water. You also notice the fedora figure. Yeah. One of the things we maybe don't have time for. Uh, yeah, so Baz is going to shovel Andy into the, I guess, trunk, because he's still in the chair. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and hop in the side and, and just jerk his chin at the, the faceless dude and be like, Cadence, uh, is is that a your cousin or something? No. No, I don't Looks know. like him. it it's... might be another problem. Well, I, I just thought the no face thing. Let's go. Oh, haha. Okay. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> You gun it, the Bronco doesn't move, and another one of those figures steps out in front of the car. Is the motor on? Is the car functioning? The car's on. 
It's in drive. Your foot is on the pedal to go, go. It's the go, go pedal. Yeah. Yeah. The go, go pedal. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to put it in reverse and try to reverse away from him. It jerks, but does it go backwards? Let's go ahead and go ahead and face danger. No. Can I face danger? No. Go ahead and take the risk. Why would you? You're not driving. Why would you face the danger? Because <laughs> I'm going to hop out and try to punch a guy in the face. Well, oh, that's different. God. <laughs> so right now, um, yeah. So right now, uh, go ahead and take the risk. Okay. Now, because listeners, we don't know how to play this game. Um, mm. This is a flashback, and I have flipped some of my cards over yeah. since then. Should I unflip them to use some of the power tags that I would have had at this time? Preferably, yes. Okay. okay. If you switch it from Logos back and or from Mythos back into Logos, it brings back all your old tags. Oh. Uh, which is nice. Go roll 20 character sheet. Whoever did the roll 20 character sheet for City of Mist, like, kudos, man. I'm going to use as many of these things as I can. I'm going to try and use roads on the other side. Always room for you. What time of day is it? Yeah, I'm going to use the sun is not my friend, my weakness tag from my mobility theme book. And I'm going to also hit older model, my weakness tag on reliable wheels. Go ahead and take oh, a minus three on that. A minus three? Yep. Holy smokes. And clearly there's like a mythos disruption field happening. Yeah, exactly. That's a net zero. Can I drop a help point in here or something? Might be important to do so. You're just gunning it, Cadence? Yeah. Baz is just going to open the door and like put his foot down and like try and push. Just push like Fred <laughs> Flintstone's push. <laughs> exactly. He's going to Fred Flintstone it. Amazing. Yabba dabba doo. <laughs> if I rolled a six and if I got a help point from Baz, that would be a seven, which puts me in the seven to nine field. And I think that's partial but complication, right? Yeah, you do. You get going backwards, but. Baz, in pushing you, and since he was already half headed out the door to go punch the, you know, the fedora person anyway. Falls out. <laughs> oh, no. Baz falls out. Oh, at almost no. the same time, you hit the car behind you with ah. the Bronco because you're just, you're feeling really, normally in the car, you feel just one with it. You know where the other traffic is. Uh -huh. You could... You could David Tennant this sucker in Good mm -hmm. Omens. Mm -hmm. Oh, I so could. But he, now it's like you hit this car. You're like, you had no idea it was even there. And you're feeling really freaked out about this. There's a moment where there's a squealing as you put it back into drive. But you you do feel it now. The It goes into drive. And it's not like the emergency brake is on anymore. It's kind of what that felt like mm -hmm. uh, before. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, Baz is out the door. Echo, what are you doing? I don't know, man. <laughs> uh, wow. I imagine. Okay. So was this guy across the street and which side of the vehicle did I end up on? I'd probably end up in the inside behind Cadence. So there was one across the street with uh, mm -hmm. leaning up against the wall, cigarette in hand. A second one stepped out in front of the Bronco. <gasps> and that's about the time that. Cadence put Did it into reverse, reverse and went into yeah. reverse because the car wasn't moving forward. And you are almost certainly in the uh, in the back seat almost automatically, knowing that Baz was going to come out and put put Andy in. So the, there's multiples of these Fedora guys now. There's two. Yeah. Overhead is I'm so stressed out. Sojourners. <laughs> everyone on the podcast except for Eric is currently has their hands on their heads, running their <laughs> fingers through their hair. But like not in a sensual way. <laughs> <laughs> well, definitely not. It's, it's not a shampoo commercial. Kind of. <laughs> Neutrogena <laughs> clean shampoo. <laughs> um, Bad fish shampoo. The oils are good for you. The smell isn't. <laughs> shampoo. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm just going to scream as best I can with my voice getting all harsh. Go! No! And with that now, I try to like <coughs> scream as best as I can <coughs> at the figures and try to use uh, another deafening blast. Unless you want to stop holding back, it will have zero effect on them. Man, it's not going to have any effect? 
It's not going to disrupt whatever they have going on that makes us so we can't go. All right. Let fucking let's do it. Let's stop holding back. All right. I'm just going to make this one significant. It's not going to be super bad if you fail. It's still bad enough. And remember, when you do a stop holding back, all you do is roll plus logos. I only have one logos left. Although at this at this point in time, you still had two, yeah? Oh, I did have two. Yeah. Because my singing sword was flipped. Mm-hmm. Okay. Roll with the power of two. You feel it. You feel nothing happening. I mean, you you say that and you you feel your voice going out. The The windows of the Bronco are vibrating. And yet there's zero effect on this fedora person ahead of you. This faceless cigarette smoking, almost exactly the same as the one on the other side of the street. But they're just standing there. And you know you're going to have to dig deeper if you want to uh, make this happen. At that point, I realize it's not having effect. And yeah, I will. I'll go deeper. And at the end of that now, I force like a subsonic echo like wave that has an undertone of leave us alone and just push it towards them. Roll plus logos. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, don't tell me I just killed a whole bunch of new people now. Goodness. (laughs) Okay. That was a great success for the listeners. All the windows of the Bronco explode outward. Oh, (laughs) echo. Replaceable. The fedora guy in front of you um, lifts his hands up and shards of of safety glass like embed in his hands and he staggers back and in that moment baz you're outside the car you see that happen you're also looking between them and you see the fedora wearing person on the other side of the street that uh, she presses back against the wall and then stands up straighter and puts a, a hand on her fedora so Baz, this has happened. Uh, what are what are you doing as that very distinctive echo sonic boom goes crashing outward? Uh, okay, so the one in front of the car, they got blasted back, or are they just staggering back, or are they standing in the same place? The one in front of the car uh, takes several steps back. It's not like they're blown okay. off their feet. Okay. They're, they're, it's like they were in a high wind, but also like they just had their hands and uh, arms shredded with safety glass too. So is there a clear path for the car to get out now? Yes. Can I tell anything about the car's mobility status? Well, it just went backwards really fast uh, into another (laughs) car. Into another car. (laughs) And then it, uh, then apparently Cadence put it into uh, gear, pulled forward a little bit. Then there was the sonic blast. And, uh, but it does appear like she was able to pull forward a little bit. Okay. Then Baz wants to jump back in the car and (laughs) once again say it's time to go i'm trying i'll uh oh just gun it again yeah yeah i want to try gunning it again by the way echo even on a full success on a stop holding back you still mark uh get to mark fade or crack on one of your theme books cadence Mm -hmm. go ahead and do another take the risk. Okay. Uh, this is connected, so... <laughs> so I can't use any of the tags I've just any used? Any of the tags you just used. <laughs> <laughs> but you, don't ha- you won't have the minus three. Okay. I used lots of stuff. Okay, so this would have been before I burned all my tags on stage presence. You should totally use a crew tag. I want to hit well. performance. Yeah, I want to hit in sync. Yeah. And Baz would use another help point i mean it's not like i don't have enough okay and if you want to use type like that we could really max out the track here <laughs> yeah i was wondering because uh turn it up to 11 all right so that be you using juice to help so i gain another point of juice okay yeah so two two juice from me or something like heavy foot mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> as bad reaches over with his foot and just jams <laughs> just... down on the <laughs> All right, all right, all right, all right. All right, here goes. It's a great success. I do it, comma, somehow. With a roll of 11. <laughs> the best. Okay, awesome. Here's the somehow. You go several feet forward, almost thinking that you're going to be able to run down this uh, fedora guy in front of you. But then the Bronco starts hitching forward again. And so you jam it into reverse and 
you like squeal around in a in a semi donut and start taking off down the street in reverse where you I don't will seem do to that. have any yeah. <laughs> any uh, resistance and it is about that time baz probably you see the fedora person who is against the wall uh, pull something out of her long coat and we get a, a zoom in on it it's called city mints and they make your breath misty she flings it toward the bronco and it bounces along the uh, street and breaks open and a bunch of mints come flying out and all of them flare into light as they do so and the next thing you know you are pulling up to the library in the bronco having just left the warehouse fortunately before Ayashi's helicopters got there and you are able uh, to get the Bronco parked. Apparently something happened. Your windows are all blown out. <laughs> That's weird, but you don't even really think about it. There was something about Magnus Simeon doing some super massive spell or something that uh, maybe blew out your windows, or maybe it happened when Echo, you know, stripped the flesh off of all of those desiccated ones. Yeah, that that's that's that sounds about right. Annoying. All the windows are blown out of your Bronco. Man, Echo, maybe keep it to the desiccated ones next time. No offense, I say to Mr. Singh. <laughs> well, no offense taken. And <laughs> holy, then cow. you go up into the library and into the cathedral to plot your assault on Ivy Corp Pyramid. Dun, dun, dun. And now we're back at the duck pond. You all having remembered everything that happened while you were there at the warehouse. Well, almost everything. There was this whole stretch of like roads and everything that we missed out on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, autopilot's a hell of a drug, right? Uh, no, I, they, I mean, they did something to us, right? They, I mean, you, you saw the, the, little, the little mints. I don't know if they did, but they did something, right? Yeah, city mints. Clearly, clearly there was some uh, some magic or chemistry going on there. I don't know how it made us forget until now. Maybe, maybe it's got something to do with the the mist. Yeah. God, I wish those those people were here to tell us stuff in our heads still. (laughs) Just so we're clear, we all recall the cloaked figures in the fedoras. Fedora. Yeah. 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 I remember now. That was. Yeah. That's. I mean, no, they obviously did something to our memories, right? I mean, that's why we all got hit by that just now. Do you think think they were helping us? No, man. No, no, I I don't think so at all. Or do you think they were Ivy Corps? I I don't know. I think we need to get to the library. Maybe we can find some answers there. I don't know. Cadence, could you use a drink? My friend, I could use several drinks. I think it's time for a drink. Echo and Cadence are going to head to a bar. Baz, are you going to go with them, or are you headed back to the library? Come on, Baz. A drink sounds a drink sounds real good right now. Yeah, come with us, man. Is there anything good close to the library that you know about? Uh, the Naughty Marlin. Oh, that sounds like a cool name. Yeah, let's go there. Oh, wow. The Naughty Marlin has gone through several um, owners and has changed names every time. Before <laughs> the Naughty Marlin, it was the Tuna Bully. Before that, it was the Evil Squid. Before that, it was the bully bass. And before that, it started off as the ill-mannered walleye. Was it the grouchy grouper before that? (laughs) Horrible dolphin. (laughs) There were only so many of Sharon's long list of bar names that I could... I came up with like 30 bar names. (laughs) We'll uh, we'll put those on our Instagram feed or something, or maybe send them out to our patrons. Or probably on our Discord channel. Come join us on our Discord channel. Oh my God! Yeah, come join. Links in the um, in the show notes. So you find yourself in the what the hell was it? <laughs> Which one was it? <laughs> <laughs> I think it was the sarcastic fringe head. No, it was the naughty marlin. <laughs> yes, you find yourself in the naughty marlin. Uh, of course, it is completely deep sea fishing themed. There are, of course, marlin everywhere. These taxidermied fish are in relatively lewd positions, which is kind of hard to do with a taxidermied fish. But yet <laughs> the, the uh, proprietors have somehow managed it. It's pretty rustic in here as well. Rolling it these days. 
the Naughty Marlin is famous for only having one dish available at any given time. And uh, today, the food uh, of, of choice is the clam chowder. The poisson <laughs> du jour. <laughs> However, they do have a wide selection of beers and hard liquor. Oh, man. I got to go classic on this one. Round of shots, I got first go. Oh, yeah, that sounds great. After that, give me an old-fashioned. We uh we go back to the back of the Naughty Marlin, where there's a little... um. There's a curved booth with ship's railing around the top of it. Hell, yeah. Is the table round and it's like a ship's wheel also, like under like a glass tabletop? It's not a glass tabletop, but it uh, it is a very thick, very obviously scratched up uh, plexiglass. <laughs> All right, a plexiglass tabletop. With the ship's wheel under it. Yeah. But like the paper menus, like between the two layers of plexiglass, so you <laughs> you can't write on them. Absolutely. I think we just take like our first couple of shots in silence. Yeah, Baz doesn't drink. Oh, yeah, for sure. Really? So <laughs> Baz is just kind of like takes a, a drink out of a bastard pint and kind of, oof. <laughs> so like, like well, I started out bringing shots to everybody. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So Bass has just had right, the surprise then. of his so life. You ordered whatever yeah. else after. With whatever. I got everybody's first round of shots, <laughs> and it was pretty much it was it was well whiskey. Yeah, okay, yeah. 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 So so Baz just downs it and then like breathes flame. <laughs> <laughs> I I like, pat him on the shoulder a few Are times. Are you a dragonborn? <laughs> <laughs> it's just that comical like like. <laughs> it's all right, man. Just I love that. Just. uh Breathe a couple of times. Have some water, man. You went up there to get whiskey, Echo, but uh, they had a, a special uh, for a jello shot called the Under the Sea um, Swedish Fish Jello Shot. That sounds awful. Oh, Let's have yeah. six each. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I, I don't think I can do these shots. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, Echo, let's get past something a little. Uh, how about like a lemon drop? or oh, a, okay. Uh, God, what's the one with the pineapple? I'm trying to remember. I legitimately can't remember what's the this one. This turns into like a bachelor party. For <laughs> <Bass>. <laughs> After a fair bit of drinking, apparently, you finally get around to uh, discussing the things that have happened recently. So we're just ourselves now, right? Yeah. Baz thinks really hard about uh, axes and doesn't yeah, get any particular like vibe. <laughs> and so he goes, uh, yeah, I, I think it's just me now. Oh my god, I totally forgot my like shirt is all covered in that one guy's blood. Oh my I uh I have a change of clothes in the in the in the car, but I totally didn't think about it. So ba- Baz like offers you his jacket. <laughs> oh thanks, Baz. Ugh. This is actually down on sort of the waterfront, you know, at the edge of the theater district and the old uh, old quarter kind of area. Uh and um they you know they looked at you when you came in, but obviously thought you were probably in some sort of play. <laughs> yeah, only actors would have eyes as tha- haunted as us right now. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, that was crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it was crazy, but it's not over. We gotta we gotta get this huntsman guy and what the heck ever those faceless things were. No no offense, Cadence. No, listen, it wasn't <laughs> I, I I have a face. Uh <laughs> No, it um they like there was something under there, but it it just it was like it was like we weren't allowed to see it, which is not what I got going on, okay? Uh I'm 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 just saying the 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 facelessness is like a similarity. Yeah. I, okay. I didn't want you All to right. think I yeah. was No, exactly. Yeah, okay. Yeah, sure. No, um I I feel like is it just me or did that whole memory freak you guys out like a hundred times worse than everything that went down in the forest. Yeah, it was pretty bad. We, I got to go do some research. Yeah, that was like there was a lot that happened. We yeah, had, yeah, we had these other people inside our heads. Yeah, they went and through I, some crazy gateway. I don't know how different that is than helicopters overhead and guys, right? People in fedoras, like, like, yeah. t- like stopping us from doing stuff. The guys in our heads never stopped us from doing stuff. You know? Yeah, but. And like Are Hayashi the Fedora guys the same as like Hayashi and those desiccated ones? No, I, you know, weirdly, I set down my empty cup. I feel like they're the opposite, actually. They like, because Hayashi was all about like, oh, I'm going to take all this power and stuff. And he had this whole like, 
I don't know, he was invested in somehow bringing up people's other people's mythos. And these guys were like, taking them away, question mark? Yeah, there was some kind of a mythos interference field, I think. Uh, it's it, it must be, like, I, this is probably part of the conspiracy. What, cons- what conspiracy is that, Baz? The one, the one behind the cult, and that I wait a minute. Th- there's, there's a conspiracy. It, it's a lot of detail. I put my elbows on the table and signal the signal the bartender for another drink. Yeah, was, at this point, Baz would actually uh, hang on. I see you're empty, and he goes up to buy everybody a round of drinks. Uh, come back here right now. I mean, after you get the drinks, but after right now, after you get the drinks, come back here. And tell us more about a cult. All right, Baz, given that you're always broke, I need you to take the risk uh, <laughs> when you are going up to buy alcohol. How cool okay. can you be when you tell him to put him, put him on my tap? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's it. He's, if this doesn't work out, he's like patting his pockets. Uh, put it on their tap. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I am going to use one of uh, one of Cadence's performance skills for this. Uh, to like convince him that yeah. I'm super cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Trick. You have uh the choice of performance, all eyes on me, or clout, crowd pleaser. Uh, crowd pleaser. Clearly, he's gonna try and tell him a joke. Don't ask oh me God. to come up with a joke. <laughs> come up with a joke right now, Baz, in character. <laughs> Sojourners, everybody, clap if you'd like to hear uh, Eric make Baz tell a joke. <laughs> so he leans on the bar. He says, "Us." Uh, so, um, what time is it when an elephant sits on your house? Uh, I, I don't know. What, what time is it when an elephant sits on your house? Time to get a new house. Uh, great. Can I get you something to drink? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I need, uh, I need a Guinness and a dirty martini. All right. They mix it all up, brings it out, tells you the price. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, it's a seven. Oh, okay. That's a seven. Things get messy. You drop the Guinness. <laughs> piss him off because you're counting out like nickels and dimes oh and- yeah. <laughs> you have like a pocket full of change <laughs> totally it's all in change and you're like pulling it out of your pocket it's just like scattering everywhere and you're like looking around for it everybody's looking at you Baz that's why Baz was such a jug- juggernaut because his pockets were all full of this heavy change, change. And he just it's inertia. like a freight train <laughs> Yeah, that's the complication there for Baz, is that now everybody's looking at you. People uh, sitting at the bar, oh, no. the bartender, the, oh, the, uh, oh, the servers. Oh, no. Pulls his hat down, hunches his shoulders, and <laughs> trundles off with the drinks. Uh, there, you, there you go. So, sorry about the windows, by the way. Oh, yeah, well, I but mean... But I'm not the only one that has something, like, extra going on. Are we, like... Are we like some kind of like superhero team? Do we need to figure <laughs> out what's going on with this huntsman? Yeah, I mean, we do. Yeah, we definitely got to push his face in. Or at least like make him not do that again, right? Yeah, Which would, sure. I mean, pushing his face in would do that. Well, the huntsman, but- from what I gather, we don't know who the huntsman is. And I wonder if that's who's behind these fedora people. I, I don't. <sighs> I don't think the don't fedora people like were with so. Hayashi. No, they were with Ivy Corps. I don't I think they're their own thing. And as much as the huntsmen, I feel like might run on some kind of rampage around the city, you know, and obviously needs to be stopped. But did did you guys feel like these dudes were somehow uh, connected with the the remember how thick the mist was when we came out of the warehouse? Yeah, I think some of that had to do with Ivy Corps, like the thickness of the fog and the helicopters coming in. But I think no, the Fedora no, no, people no. were different. No, I think Hayashi was 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 not in on that. I think he was fully invested in like following his mythos all the way, right? But there's it's almost like there's some other kind of organization. Baz, tell us about this uh conspiracy. Cause now I'm starting to I'm starting to put together some Baz is nodding furiously. <laughs> no, it's 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 like, listen, there's there's something else going on. And the Huntsman is invested in, like, the level that we're operating on. And Hayashi was invested on the level that we're operating on. And it's like, these guys are on a different level. Yeah, totally. And they're, like, shadowy figures. I remember the shadowy figures. And Simeon was one of them. I saw him at the what? church before I before I left the church. I saw wait, Simeon. Wait, 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 wait. Start over. What church? <laughs> Baz, 
you go to church? And he starts to look real sad. <laughs> we haven't hung out together socially. We just done, done this crime fight and stuff. Like, start, start of the, give us like this, like the elevator pitch for like whatever you got going on here. So Bez actually now starts to look real sad and, and kind of hangs his head and, and says, well, uh, I grew up as part of this church and uh, it was one of the like snake handling churches. And, and that's, you know, when he kind of pulls up his cap, just a fraction of an inch. And that, that's, that's what happened uh, here on one of them bit me. But, but anyway, Hensley, the, the, the pastor was just, he was clearly out for himself. And there were these people who would visit at night and, and they were really shady. And one of them was Simeon. And it, anyway, I had to get out of there and, and I took this and he pulls out the leather bound book that you might've seen him, uh, you know, studying and or withdrawing mm-hmm. at different points. And, and I, I think I've got it about half figured out, but there, there's definitely a conspiracy and they're trying to control everything. And, and I think that's what those fedora people were doing. They were trying to, to take away our powers and shut us down. They definitely were trying to take away our powers. Yeah, so I've got to I've I've got to get to to the library and and do some research and see if I can because now I know more about what they look like. Wait, hold on. Like what? What? Like what was the? What was the? What? How did you see? Like in what context? I'm on my fifth drink, y'all. How? In <laughs> what context did you see? That's in character. I'm not actually on my fifth drink. <laughs> I'm only on my third. <laughs> what? What? But what was like Simeon doing in the church? Well, uh, I couldn't really tell. I was, you know, I was really young and I didn't know what was going on, but I was, I've been trying to figure it out. And that's what I've been, been doing ever since I left. And, and this book is probably the key to it, but uh, I, I don't know yet. I, I'd like to know. And that's why I feel like I really need to go, go research some more and try to find this out. All right. So research it is. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, Echo walks up to the bar, um, slips like a hondo out of the pocket, throws it underneath the bar, looks at the bartender, shows it, grabs one of the bottles, <laughs> tucks it in the shirt, and like heads towards the door. I'm smooth. <laughs> <laughs> Take Amazing. the risk. Amazing. Oh, taking the risk? <laughs> yep. That's with my logos? No, no, no. So the, uh, take the risk is you can use whatever tags you want. Oh, wow. I should make you do a change the game in order to create the $100 bill that you just used. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want me to do that instead? No, I'll, I'll give you a plus one for the $100 bill here. Okay. I don't want us to spend all night, you know, rolling, cascading, <laughs> no cascading I'll, check. Understand. Trying to pay understand. for the understand. booze. <laughs> just try to pay for booze. Oh, I failed. Oh, no. Oh, Oh, that's bad. You toss the hundred over and you um, grab the bottle. What's it a bottle of? Uh, Just whatever is near, probably like a vodka. Okay. Grab a bottle of vodka and you go rejoin your friends and you head outside um, to where. I mean, it kind of looks like the Bronco, but it is a full like coach and six just kind of hanging out there parallel parked between two cars <laughs> and a couple of the horses turn and look at you as you walk out and cadence just climbs in like everything is normal yeah <laughs> Baz like hits that guy with the shoulder like like man are you are you seeing this uh it's a good thing i grabbed this <laughs> <laughs> okay all I right a bottle of vodka that's like the least weird thing tonight actually as you drive away Cadence, the horses' hooves clattering on the streets, the rev of the Bronco somewhere in the distance. Yeah. Echo, you take a swig from the bottle of vodka, and as the six in hand goes uh, clattering away, and in fact goes by streets that no longer or maybe never existed, cobblestone paths, hazy Fog shrouded streets, not the mist, but fog rolling through the streets. These old gas lamps hissing and fizzing along the sidewalks. You pass by a number of alleys. Of course, it's the city on the way towards the library. 
and Baz and well, Cadence is talking, but keeping her eye on the on the road and on the horses, and not quite Cadence anymore either. Something a little bit stranger than that. Something oh, I'd say about a head shorter, maybe than <laughs> it should be. Baz is a little woozy from all the alcohol that he had, and so Echo, you're the only one that notices the figures in gray, the fedoras upon their heads ah! as you clatter past in the night, watching you from the alleys as you drive by, the- and the fog oh! rolls in behind. In the dark, in the night. In the dark, in the night. On my Ghost Rider roads? On the Ghost Rider road. No! That <laughs> cadence. <are> mine! <laughs> or Cadence's mythos, is driving. And we'll find out what happens next time Ah! on the Gothic Podcast. Oh, no. Hell yeah. New Big Bad revealed. (laughs) (laughs) The Gothic Podcast is a horror and humor actual play audio drama produced by C. Patrick Nagel and Goblin Brook Manor, LLC. Starring C. Patrick Nagel, Sharon Gallery Lafournaise, Jesse Baldwin, Eric Halbert, and me, Kirsten Valerie. Our logo was designed by Jared George Art, and our theme music is by Zoe Hovland. We stay afloat thanks to you, so if you can, please support us on Patreon and follow, like, and review us on iTunes and all our social media platforms. Thanks for joining us in the dark, Sojourners. All right, Sharon, stop, because that's beeping in my ear every time you send a message on uh, on Roll20. Sorry for how many amazing uh, and great uh, bar names I'm coming up with in the chat right now. <laughs> After you made me re-scream now five times. <laughs> Sojourners, I made Jesse re-scream several times because Zoom did not want to let that happen. Zoom don't like me. It's possible I hate everyone on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Four years. This relationship has gone on long enough. <laughs> I'm killing you all right and now. We out. <laughs> mic drop. It's on a freaking boom. How do I drop this mic? <laughs> no, my mic is on a boom. I regret putting it on there.